This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with a very, 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 very special guest. Uh, I would, I would argue to say your favorite entrepreneur's favorite entrepreneur, uh, Gary V. Thanks for having me. Welcome, man. Thanks that for making this happen. a lot of berries. I'm fired up. Yeah, because I'm like of a course. Seven berry guy. Well, I'm gonna be honest. You're so like just like everyone's favorite dude. <laughs> that like I always say, like, tell me who you'd like to hear on this thing, and I yeah. get a lot of good suggestions. Yeah. But every time there's a Gary V. That's ask. awesome. So I want to give you the appropriate amount of air. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm humbled. Thank you, audience. Let's, yeah, you're, let's kill this. You're really connecting. Um, so let me, you know, what I do on this is I usually go through people's stories, right? I know we let's have a limited it. amount of time. And, yep. and I know you've talked about it a lot, so I want to try to kind of get through it quick. But uh, you grew up in Belarus. Yes. How old were you when you moved? Three. So you so don't I didn't really, really I didn't really grow I was born in Belarus. Got it. I grew up in, you know, I really grew up in Edison, New Jersey. I spent a little time in Queens yep. when we first came to America, studio apartment, similar to the room we're in right now. Yep. A lot of family members, some real ghetto shit. Uh-huh. Uh, but where I really made my hay and like really became, like where I grew up was Edison, Jersey, which was great in the 80s, like super diverse, lots of like everything, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Asian and brown and black and white. And it was really, really cool that way. Um, it was the 80s, so everybody was outside. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I was six, I ate breakfast I went outside at 8.39, mm-hmm. I came home for lunch, I went back outside, I came home at seven. Uh-huh. Like, and we were out. And what were you doing? Like, did you ever, like, <laughs> you, did you, I know you're into basketball, like, did you play basketball? Like, what was your basketball life like? Basketball came later. Uh, a lot of Nerf football, a lot of wiffle ball, yep. a lot of wall ball, a lot of tennis, for that kind of shit. But, mm-hmm. but you know, as I like t- to tell it, and like the friends that have, were around back then, I was forced to, like we did Olympics, we played Spud, which was this weird game where you'd hit the ball on the ground, but like we did kids stuff, mm-hmm. but man, we did a lot of business, like a lot of lemonade stand, a lot of like raking people's, you know, like yeah. leaves, a lot of selling flowers, a lot of like baseball cards, like just a, like I've, I've been addicted to the game of entrepreneurship from the get. Yeah. Um, so I would say 50% of the time it was some cockamanian business thing yeah. and 50% of the time of that other 50, like wiffle ball and football were yeah. way up there and was that all like the other kids were doing that too doing the the young hustler stuff i was making them you were the, okay got it. i was definitely the force and this is what have you ever wrapped your head around like what drove you to go that direction dna yeah. like just the same way somebody's like starts fucking drawing at six and never stops yeah right like the same reason somebody just starts singing and never stops yeah. or you know I, I think there's a small group of people, call it three to twenty percent of people, who are just deeply passionate about like their thing. Maybe mm-hmm. it's even less. Maybe ten percent of people who are just like, I'm incapable of being anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got lucky. I, I and I hate the word luck, but like, I'm living through a time where entrepreneurship is cool. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a businessman in 1974, like, you know, the Knicks players don't think you're cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. in 1983, like, Russell Simmons doesn't think, like, the, the CEO of IBM is the fucking shit. Yeah. You know, like, that's just not how it was. So what's been really crazy for me is, like, I lived a life. I was 30 years old. Like, I was 34 years old before I made one business video in my life. Mm-hmm. So I'd already built a business. My family's like a store business. Like, I'd already, like, I lived a life. Mm-hmm. I was 34. Mm-hmm. I lived a life before all this shit started happening. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and just watching entrepreneurship be put on a pedestal is exciting and also scary. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that the number one, one of the number one fears I have is too many kids want to be an entrepreneur even though they're not. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and that's what's interesting is because like I think that entrepreneurship is having a moment, and also you're like directly out in front of it. You know what I mean? Like it's having a moment, and you are the guy. You know what I mean? Do you know how many people, how many meetings I go into now, and everyone now has a camera guy? Oh yeah, and that's literally one hundred percent. I think influenced by what you're doing. But my question is, so obviously that's cool, and that's the discussion that a lot of people have on this podcast is like, yeah, everyone's an entrepreneur now. And I say I think that the good news is there will be more real entrepreneurs out of this, right? Oh, There's just going to be a lot of fakers. There, to your to your point, net, yeah, there are thousands, tens of thousands, and I would argue hundreds of thousands, and maybe even millions, yep. who during this era find entrepreneurship, the freedoms that come with it, yep. the beauty of it. That wouldn't have 20 years ago because they would have been executives. Yeah. What I'm worried about is the collateral damage. What do you think happens to the person that's caught in the crossfire? I think there's some people that commit suicide. Yeah. I think there's some people that you have to understand why I say that yeah. depression because you can't hide. Yeah. Like when your t-shirt business fails because the economy fails and influencers don't get paid like that anymore and yeah. shit hits the fan yeah. and you go work at Citibank. Your family and friends know yeah. that you, and don't forget, you're the one who, you know, like all this it was is in your do- bio. Yeah, man, this is super documented. Yeah, like you're talking shit 26 months ago in from in front of a Lambo, and now you work at Chick Fil A corporate. Yeah, and that's gonna be something that's gonna take a lot of self esteem and humility to get through. Mm-hmm. And most people haven't been raised with self esteem and humility. So the reason I'm talking this game is not to be like, I'm cool yeah. and you're not. Yeah. It's like, yo, you know what's fucking cool? Self-awareness. Yeah. You know what the fucking coolest shit in the game is? Forget like fresh sneakers and forget like like a hoodie and forget about money and forget about being a cryptocurrency fucking <laughs> winner. Yeah. You know what's the fucking coolest? Self-awareness. Yeah. Do, you, do you know yourself? Yeah. And then do you put yourself in the best position to succeed? Yeah. So what would the advice be to someone? If someone's listening right now who's like, damn, I've been talking a lot of shit on Instagram and I'm not. Go work for somebody. Well, but what I'm saying is, do you, let's just say you're trying to get your business off the ground to, to be determined whether it ends up becoming successful or not. People but know. People know. The, right? the entrepreneur knows. If, listen, if you're listening right now and you're like, fuck, I don't want. Like, I just tweeted something that just went kind of batshit crazy. It went something like, yo, if you're 22 years old and your parents pay for any part of your lifestyle, let me define that real quick. Yep. If your parents pay for your Uber, if your parents pay for your gym, if they're splitting the rent with you, if yeah. they pay for your fucking shit in any way, does your mommy and daddy give you a dollar? Yeah. If they do, and you talk shit about them to your friends that they're not giving you more, yeah. You're the biggest piece of shit of all time. So I put that out there, right? And so it's getting crazy right now. And some people are coming through. They're like, yo, this is the thing I'm most embarrassed about. And I'm like, yo, change. Yeah. I'm like, good. First of all, you're amazing. Because a lot of people are seeing that and say, fuck you, Gary Vee. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Good. You're like, yes, that's me. Yeah. Change. Like, is it going to be fun that you maybe can't wear a pair of Yeezys as often as you want? Yeah. Is it fun that you can't take out your girl to, you know, the fanciest fucking spot? Is it fun that, like, you know, you want the new LeBrons or you want better tickets to the fucking playoff game or you want to get a bottle at the club. Like, is it fun that you can't? No. Yeah. But is it way better and putting you in a position to succeed long-term? Absolutely, because when you're living in a fake environment, and that's what's happening right now. Yeah. The thing that I'm getting most passionate about is fake environments. Yeah. Too much money in the system, fake environment. Influence getting paid for everything, like chick. Like, yeah. that will be a, that will, 
that is an inflated market that will eventually have to correct. Yeah. You know, but the number one fake environment in our society is you think you're a big shot, but your parents are actually paying for it. Yeah. Okay, so let me so let me ask you what the like is this because this is the lesson I'm kind of gathering from that. And tell Actually, me real quick, because yeah, I need clarity. Yeah, yeah, I don't hate those people. I hate those people if they talk shit, make pretend they're not getting yeah. paid for, or talk shit about their parents. If you walk yeah. around like, yo, my parents are the fucking best, and I'm actually some, I'm really entitled, but like, fuck it, this is my life. If yeah. you own your shit, yeah. I love you. Yeah. So that's my question is because you're all about creating content and putting everything out there. Is it just don't front? Put yes. everything out there but tell the truth yes. and say like, yo, today's vlog, yes. my mom just paid my yes. phone bill. That's dope, yes. but I'm really trying to grind it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Dude, people will love you for that. Yeah, like, when, you, when you say like, you know, a lot of people like you, I, I, I hear that and I'm like, because I like them first. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to get, like, do you know how many people on the internet are faking a lifestyle so that people pay them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. To the, get whole that, like, the whole internet. The whole internet. Like, the whole internet right now is faking a lifestyle and then trying to sell people on like, I figured out this lifestyle, you can too, when they didn't figure out that lifestyle. Yeah, 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 and their yeah, business yeah. is to make money off yeah, you. Yeah, of, of course. Whether that's selling a course or selling a product. Yeah, I'm curious what that correction will be. There's always a correction, what's that correction? When the economy fucking fails and people look around and be like, yo, where's the money? Yeah. You know, everybody under 30 hasn't been punched in the face yet. Yeah, that's true, that's very true. Like, like unless you lived through that 2008, like, which is now a decade ago, you haven't been punched in the mouth. Yeah. And until you're punched in the mouth, you actually don't know how tough you are. True. Okay, let me ask you this. Going to the wine, because I know you took over uh, yep. your parents' wine business. Yes. W explain to me why, first of all, why? Why did you take it over? Were they kind of over it? Or no. you just like, hey, I can do this? Hey, I can do this, and my parents are the best, and I got to pay them back. The story that most people don't know about me is I built that business from three to 60 and left with nothing. Mm -hmm. And why? Because it was my parents' business. So you didn't, you just didn't care. There was no. I care. Like, yeah. let's not, I don't want to front. Yeah. Like, it feels a little weird. Yeah. Like, you live, you know, first of all, I gave up my 20s. But the day you left, you didn't say, like, hey, I was ready. Me. I knew it was about to come next. You didn't want a dollar. I had no leverage. Like, I wasn't going to roll up on pops and be like, yo, yeah, no, count yeah. me in now. I would have like, rolled up on pops. You know, I, the time to roll on, uh, up on pops was in the beginning. Yeah. But I'm an immigrant. I'm an immigrant. Yeah. Like, you know, when you're a white immigrant, people don't really know you're an immigrant. You know? yeah, yeah, I'm an immigrant. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't yeah. born here. And like, here's family immigrant businesses. We have a business, mm -hmm. whether it's a bodega or a liquor store or a 7-Eleven or a car wash or whatever the fuck it is, we have a business. Mm -hmm. And it's mom and dad's mm -hmm. until they die and then you get the business. Yeah. That's the rules, everybody. And so, yeah, and but honestly, that worked for me because yeah. to be very frank, my number one reason of going into the family business was... I wanted to put them on the way they put me on. Yeah. I didn't even want to owe fucking favors to my parents. Yeah. This is why I get so crazy about the entitlement shit. Yeah. I went the other way. Yeah. I wanted to settle the score of my parents for putting a roof over my head and taking me to America from bullshit fucking Belarus. Yeah. So I was like, let me just fucking explode this for them. That's how it evolved. And has your, your relationship with them is good and has always been good, right? Yeah, but I would say, and you know, back to not fronting, there was tension between me and my pops because a couple things happened. One. I'm building this huge business and it's not mine. Yep. That's weird and I would argue that when I got into my late 20s and early 30s that started to weigh on me a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Two, I started getting a lot of fame in the liquor business mm -hmm. like WizKid and my dad and everyone's like Gary, 
Gary, Gary's store, and that started fucking with my dad. He's like, yo, first of all, it's my store. Really? Second of all, like, yo, I came here with nothing and, like, did something. Like, what happened to my part of the story? Because yeah. it became WizKid does this. And yeah. WizKid, you know, it wasn't like it is now with the whole, where I've really kind of gotten some awareness. It was in this little industry. Yeah. But in that, you know how it is, oh, right? that's your world. You're a little, you just beat me to yeah. it. It's your fucking world. Yeah. And so, like, 80-year-old dudes are rolling up at my pops and be like, man, your kid really put you on. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, you got it. And my dad's got too much pride for that. I mean, yeah. if anybody ever rolls up, up on me in my life and says my kids put me on I'm gonna punch that person in the face yeah. like that doesn't play for me and my dad and I share a lot of competitive DNA so luckily I had a lot of empathy for my dad and understood like yeah I wouldn't like that either so I was able to always kind of you know swallow my pride at times and then ultimately like my brother was graduating college I knew I was gonna start a business with him I, I made a really smart move and took the money I had saved and you know one of the things I did really well was I lived humble as fuck mm-hmm. I lived in a fucking one bedroom apartment in Springfield, New Jersey, didn't cost much. I didn't get fancy, moved to New York. I never went out, so really easy to like save money when you don't spend a thousand bucks on a weekend hitting it mm-hmm, hard. Mm-hmm. And I saved, they saved, they saved. I didn't have a lot of money, but everything I had, I bet on Facebook and Twitter. This is why I believe people can win. I wasn't making a lot of money. I was building a business for somebody else. I, I just lived humbly, like everybody wants to, some kid just tweeted, I put out that tweet, somebody else was like, yeah. Other kids like, easy for you guys to say, it was so much easier in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Of I'm like, you're a fucking loser, <laughs> dick. We didn't yeah. have internet. Yeah. The fuck do you know about the 70s, 80s, and 90s? Yeah. You fucking suck, bitch. Yeah. Like, like, it's not easier, you're just lazy and entitled because mommy and daddy did everything for you. Yep. And you think life's about playing fucking Xbox and smoking weed and fucking drinking Mountain Dew, of course. you fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. Go work. Yeah. Let me ask you this. How, what did <laughs> you... so pissed. I love it. I'm just, I love it. I'm bringing the collateral from the tweet I just saw. <sighs> I Everybody it. who's listening, I'm sorry, 16 minutes ago I saw that tweet. I'm like, this kid literally thinks the 70s, 80s, and 90s was harder? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? The internet's the best. Every fucker listening right now can go, go to Alibaba, buy some bulk shit, flip it yeah. on Amazon and eBay, and make money. Yeah. Every dick listening right now has $1,000 worth of fucking shit in their home yeah. that they'll never use again. Do you understand if you put that dartboard on eBay you'd get seven bucks yeah absolutely but hey i'm not the one in your tweets i get it <laughs> but because it's the other thing I can't stop you, looking at everything in this room there's just I a feel bunch like there's, of random there's just shit a, there's eight thousand dollars in here yeah because those nikes are probably worth a fortune yeah this place is like a little ebay gold mine. <laughs> you know what i mean um let me because this is the other thing i was going to say is you must get the worst of all of those type of social media comments you know what i'm saying because i get the best and the worst true but because the, you're exposing everyone's life the You're ripping biggest, everyone's the biggest off. reason no a lot of people don't like me at first is I'm I'm poking at the thing they don't yeah. want anybody to know about. Yeah. And then it's like, fuck you, dude. 100%. You know how hard it is? Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, I do, but like you dwelling and blaming your parents, your neighborhood, society, the mm-hmm. government, it's not going to do anything for you. Yeah. Complaining and entitlement is oh, just like yeah. it's it's poison. Yeah. And so for me it's like I, and this is why I get the best. I get the I get fucking DMs that make my head spin. Oh, like, I'm sure. Yo, bro. Like shit like this. Yo, bro. Uh, so yeah, I was hitting my girl before I started watching your shit, <laughs> and you've made me a better man. And I don't do that no more. And I make money, the right way. Like it, you respond you know, to that? Yeah, I'm like, all right. First of all, like cool. I'd never hit your girl again. <laughs> Two, like awesome. And three, like don't get. Don't get flashy now. Yeah. Just because you made your first thousand bucks flipping something on Craigslist. By the way, do you know how much money I've made for people telling them to go to Craigslist, get oh, yeah. shit for free, yeah. and then flip it? Wasn't that kind of the first big thing that really broke through to like the masses? It was, you know what it was? It wasn't that. I will say this. 
I was on The Breakfast Club. Yeah, I remember that. And Envy came at me. And he was like, yo, whatever. Like, like stop being like, work. like yeah. stop yeah. motivating me. I watched me. that. Give me something of tangible. And I was like, oh, fuck. You know, because like, you know, like I was like, he came at me. I'm like, your brain goes fast. And I'm like, well, the most tangible thing I know, the thing I was, if I went to zero tomorrow, yeah. coma, my face got ripped off. I have a new face. I'm in Alaska. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Is this a nightmare? No, this is my new life. Cool. I don't complain. And I, the first thing I do is like, I find shit to flip. Yep. Like the number one thing that gets everybody out of zero is selling something. Yeah. And I think like everybody wants to build like the next off-white. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, before you get to the next off-white, yeah. before you tell me that you're fucking, you know, gonna be the next fucking champion, <laughs> why don't you learn how to go to Goodwill, buy some t-shirts for a dollar, and sell them for 11, yeah. and get your shit together, because yeah. In your email, you also said that you have seventeen dollars, and you want me to give you ten thousand yeah. dollars. But that thing just <laughs> caught, right? That that Breakfast Club clip was just caught. like caught. Yeah, I mean, Breakfast you... Club, no question, began be, started the process. It was interesting. It was happening in parallel. Breakfast Club, and I brought Mike Boyd closer to my team, not just at VaynerMedia, because I wanted to. It was. It's just very you know, to me the culture, music. Like I started listening to more emerging artists. It, it's amazing how it actually works. Yeah. Breakfast Club and me spending a lot more time on SoundCloud and you know artists and just in general, um, the sneaker thing was in the background that I wanted to do with K Swiss. Yeah. Like it was just like all happening and yeah. Vayner's getting more mature, so I know I'm ready to buy shit. So brands, I want to market to 15 to 30. Youth keeps you young. I love it. I feel younger at 42 than I ever in my life because yeah. I'm just in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I like yeah. it. Okay, so let me ask you yeah. this. Back to the story part of it. So you build this business up. To 60 million, that's from like doing the YouTube stuff, doing better marketing, right? Email, Google AdWords, even direct mail and radio and television. Just a great marketer, a great operator. I'm a businessman. Yeah. VaynerMedia, VaynerX with PureWow and 137 PM now, that's a $200 million enterprise I built from scratch. Yeah. Like, I'm a good businessman. Yeah. Like, I, I think people forget that a little bit. Yeah. I like that part a little bit. I think, I think, uh, I like being underestimated. Yeah. And I think the explosion of Gary V in the last 18 months, yeah. has a lot of people underestimating how much of a businessman I am, yeah. not just a personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I that's like. gonna benefit you later. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? And you know what? I'm just gonna ask this question now. Please. One I wrote down. One thing that you wrote that I thought was really dope was, or said, or something was, uh, everyone said you were the wine guy until you weren't. Yeah. What is everyone saying that you are now? I think a that lot of you're I, not. I think 50 percent of the people in the world think I'm a motivational speaker. Yeah. And what, what will you, how will they see you differently in 10 years? That was one of the greatest businessmen of all time who happened to be motivational. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I, let me say it a different way. I think I will be one of the most respected like entrepreneurs mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you why. I don't know if I'm gonna make the most, let me phrase, I'm not gonna make the most money, right? Mm -hmm. Elon Musk and Zucks and Bezos and mm -hmm. Meg Whitman, there's, there's tons of people that are, you know, gonna do it bigger. Uh, what what I think I'm gonna do is give back more to the game. Mm -hmm. You know, the people that are really in the billionaire girls boys club, they're not in the trenches like I am. Mm -hmm. They're not spitting fucking mm -hmm. eBay flip tactics. They're not they're not doing podcasts because they know they're gonna reach different people. They're not they're not in it. Yeah. They're in their ivory towers. Yeah. In their fucking you know, this morning, six AM I did a little snap, just sitting at the airport. I mean, fucking 100 people are like, yo, why don't you fly private? Yo, don't you have a fucking club 
like membership with all the miles you put in? Yeah. And I replied, I'm like, mm, I do. I'm like, mm, but it's fine sitting here too. Like, like I'm not fucking fancy. Yeah. And I, do you think it keeps you hungry? Because I also, yeah. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, go ahead. I don't consider myself very fancy. I, yep. I've been doing this a long time. Yep. Flying private is one of the things that I would just love to be able to do. And my question so is, do you just feel the smart hunger it's more? practical. Yeah. And I've definitely flown private more in the last year than I have in my whole life because it saves me time yeah. and time is valuable. You know, to me, it's like if I don't have to fly private, yeah. I definitely don't. I'm not fucking, who am I fucking flying private for? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. The, I'll be honest with you. How about this? I flew to Cannes private the other day. Yeah. And it sucked because the beds in first class American make a flatbed yeah. and the private shit is kind of still a little bit old school. Yeah. It was a fucking trillion dollar plane, but it was still not a fucking bed the way I liked it. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I wish I went fucking American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh, okay, so let me, sorry. Let, you, me ju- let me just stay on that for yeah, one yeah, minute because yeah, I, I have a great sense of who listens to this. Yeah. If you are doing anything, because you give a fuck about what the other person seeing it thinks, you are losing. Agreed. It's not about for me. Period. Let me say That's from it. my me to you. That's it, by the way. What? So if you're flying private because you love it, yeah. Andy Frisella, buddy of mine, he loves Lambos. The... And I, I know he does. Yeah. So I'm like, good. You you win. Yeah. Right? Like to me, your point, that's why I made that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to fly private if you fly private because your time has become so valuable, smart. If you fly private because fuck it. It makes you super happy. Like your dream of dreams is like, this just makes me fucking smile in my stomach. Then good. But if you fly private because you want to put that Instagram photo up and you want to project a persona, it's going in the wrong direction. You're tied up in the wrong thing. And so you just genuinely at the core of you don't give a shit about just being on an American lay flat. Not that part, right? Like I give a shit about being liked, which is why people like me. Like I genuinely give a shit about being liked so that's why I build a real community. That's why I'm putting out good shit. Yeah. I genuinely don't want to spend money on things that I don't value. Yeah. So, if, for example, if I value my health like I did four years ago, mm-hmm. I have a full-time trainer. He flies with me. It costs me money to fly my trainer to L.A. Mm-hmm. and work out this morning at fucking Equinox like I did. It, like, you know, I'm spending money, yeah. but I'm spending money on what matters to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, for example, I don't even talk that much about having a tr- trainer that travels with me. I have a funny feeling the people I'm referencing in this thing, if they had a trainer traveling with them, they'd have a post of that every time. Be like, hey Rick, isn't it awesome to be in Mexico? I paid for Rick to be in Mexico, because I'm a baller, you fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So when you, obviously, undeniably, you're one of the best at the, the best at this new media style of even being an entrepreneur, right? Yes. And documenting and connecting, and you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, When you started this, did you have this grand plan or was it like this just needs to be documented and this whole thing kind of snowballed? We, uh, D-Rock reached out to me, wanted to make a film. I was ready. Vayner was finally in a place where I was ready to make content again for, because 2012 to 14, I was kind of head down. Mm-hmm. D-Rock hits me up. He's like, I want to make a film for you. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, cool. Let's do it. Makes a film. I really like it. I really like him. He's a good kid. And I'm like, you know what? I've been dying to do this Q&A show mm-hmm. called... I, I loved speaking. Speaking was working for me. And I was like, you know what would be rad? If I just did Q&A. Because mm-hmm. that's where I'm my best. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ask me where I'm at my best, it's Q&A. So I was like, man, I'm going to do a show about Q&A that may parlay 
into me being able to just do Q&A keynotes. Mm -hmm. That was the master plan. Got it. So I hired DRock full-time. We started a YouTube show called The Ask Gary V Show, and it starts popping a little bit. At the same token, Casey and others have the vlog thing going, first person. Oh, and nice that. Right. Yep. And DRock's like one of these fucking you know, video nerds like Babin, and all these fucking kids. They love this shit. <laughs> yeah. They grew up with it. They love Casey. They love all this shit. Yep. And he's like, you have to do this. You have to do this. I'm like, dude, I'm not fucking walking around with a camera in my hand. And somewhere, somehow, some moment, I'm like, you should follow me around. Yeah. And I remember sitting on it actually for a little bit because I said, like, oh, that's super douchey. Yeah. Like, am I really going to go like reality TV on the world yeah. without like really doing reality TV? Yep. I'm like, that may not play. But then finally, back to not giving a fuck, yeah. I was like, I'm going to be right. And a lot of people are going to do this in two years. Yeah. And I'm going to be the, and I'm, you just did it for me. You literally, literally, in the start of this yeah. episode, did what I knew would happen three years ago, which is I'm going to get credit for starting a trend 100%. that everybody's going to do because it makes sense. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. And let me tell you why. It's not just a good idea for building your brand and all that. It's a good idea because it's going to be fun to look at when you're fucking old. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to watch fucking, when Babin's 73 and looks like dog shit, I'm like, dude, you were so young at 20. Look at you. You're fucking amazing. Like, yeah. you know, it's going to be, I mean, all the cool shit I did in 2005 to 2010 I, I spoke to Facebook when there was 300 employees. Yeah. That'd be cool to reference. Yeah. Like I was super right about Instagram being a steal for a billion dollars. I have one lucky moment on CNN where I'm like talking that shit, but yeah. I would have had three months of talking that shit. Yeah. You know, like, like I'm gonna be right about voice, yeah. right? And in seven years when voice and everybody's trying to figure out their voice strategy and their Alexa skills and all that, yeah. I'm be like, yo, look at the recall in 2018 when I fucking predicted this shit. Yeah. And then people are like, oh fuck. Like, yeah. It just works. Yeah, and yeah. then most of all, my grandkids are going to be like, hey, Grandpa, you know, Gary, like, I talk like you, or I have that mannerism, or I make that smirk, or that's why little Sally fucking does that thing. Yeah. And that's just like, why do we like looking at pictures of our grandparents? Yeah. This is way better. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. If you're, let's just paint the picture of one day, you're a billionaire, you're the owner of the Jets, yes. you're up in the box, yep. killing it. Is Babin with you vlogging it? Yeah, but it probably won't be Babin because Babin's probably going to be accepting his third Academy Award. Sure, the right? next Babin. I'm yeah, saying, 100%. are you blogging? Are you I'm going blogging coast to coast. from now until your yes, funeral? I think so. Yeah. I mean, look, anything can happen. Something bad, you know, something tragic can happen in my life. Yeah. My mom could tragically die tomorrow, mm -hmm. and I might just shut down for a while. Or who knows, mm -hmm. right? Or something new happens, or what have you. But I see non-business value in vlogging. Yeah. Yeah. I see personal family heritage. Shit, yep. you know? Yep. How do you get to the billion dollar, multi-billion dollar Jets owner? I guess what I'm saying How is- How am I planning on doing it? From my perspective, yeah. right? And this is really another yeah. one of like my questions yeah, to you good. is, I see what you're doing kind of, yep. um, and, and you have all of these different things from the agency to the new companies to yep. whatever, and you, you now have this added icing level of fame, yep. for lack of a better word, yep. and, and connection. Yep. What do you do to with all that. Take that to that level. I, I buy Prince, the tennis racket business. Yeah. I convert it into a sneaker and hoodie brand. Mm -hmm. I run it through the Vayner and Gary V machine. Mm -hmm. I buy it for 208 million mm -hmm. because now I'm building big businesses. Mm -hmm. I can afford it. Mm -hmm. And I sell it for 2.7 billion to Adidas because mm -hmm. they need the more contemporary brand. I buy Cracker Jacks for 100 million. Mm -hmm. I flip it for a billion. I think the, what I did smart was I deployed self-awareness eight years ago and said, I have to build a machine that's the scalable version of me yeah. so that when I buy smart water on the decline, when I buy 
Rolling Rock the beer, when I buy this shit, yeah. this thing, that I will become the CEO of. Yeah. So my executives at Vayner, somebody will become the CEO, right? Andre will become the CEO, Marcus, Jeff Nichols, like somebody's gonna become the CEO. Mm -hmm. And then I will be the CEO of a business mm -hmm. that I buy for a couple hundred million that I will sell for two billion and I'll be off to the races. Mm -hmm. Is that what Pure Wow is for you? Pure Wow is actually part of the machine. Yeah. So that's publishing, right? Yeah. 137 p.m. now, a mails brand. That's part of the machine because I'll use those entities to big whatever the fuck I care about. So there's no brand yet. And what are you doing now? Like, what is your? Are you constantly looking right now? Yeah, but everything's expensive because the economy's too fluffy. Yeah, so you're gonna I need everybody years. to go work at Citibank. Buy Got it. it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a I'm like a snake in the grass right now, yeah. which is crazy because I'm loud as fuck right now. Yeah. But in my head, yeah. I'm incognito right now. Yeah. Which is why I know I've won. If everybody thinks I've won or I'm winning right now, yeah. And I think I'm dog shit right now, yeah. And I'm still laying low, yeah. And I'm like, and I'm just jockeying and putting the pieces together. Well then, I'm fucking coming out like a phoenix yeah. in 2025. Yeah, that's what I see from my perspective. I see, and obviously we've been involved in TV and yep. all these different things, right? So I see what you've done. I see the platform you've now built. I see it not as at the height. I see it as like, all right, you're lined up mm -hmm. to do the thing. What's it? What is it mm -hmm. gonna be? You know, I can't wait to see the next. And it might be IP. Mm -hmm. You know, like I might buy like Snorks. Remember Snorks? Those fucking like you gotta be old kids. Most of the people listening now are like gonna have to Google it. Yeah. Snorks were like under the water Smurfs back in '84. The cartoon. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna buy some old IP, maybe. Yep. I don't know, but I'm gonna buy something and flip it. Got it. Because that's what I do. Whether it's yeah. buying fucking He-Man toys for eight bucks at a garage sale and flipping it for forty-two, or buying some wine and flipping it, or baseball cards. I've been. That's what I do. Yeah. I'm just gonna have one big fucking flip. Yeah. Another big one that I think a lot of people know, and we'll wrap it up after this, is um, what do you, the one thing is you don't, you vlog your fucking ass off. You are constantly creating content, but you don't, you can tell there's a massive side of your life that doesn't show. My family. Family, yes. right? Do you, is it like you're working all day, but when the clock is up, it's time to go, you wrap it up, you go home, and you're just well, Father Gary. No, you're on not. the weekends and seven weeks vacation, but Monday through Friday. Yeah. I'm getting home at 11.30 at night. There is yeah. no father game. So they just know Kids they're waiting until the weekend. Yeah, we, we're playing an extreme game. At least that's what it is now. Yeah. Um, it worked for me and my family. It worked for my wife's family. So it's a little bit more native to us. I'm sure for some people that's crazy. Yeah. I respect that. Everybody should do it their way. Um, so that's what's going on. And then on the flip side, we're not showing the family because it's a, we made a family decision that, like, you know, my wife and kids, like, we're gonna keep that separate. And, mm -hmm. and you know, it's already been hard because I'm getting recognized so much more in public mm -hmm. when I'm with them. Mm -hmm. um, but it's definitely, uh, it's been very conscious. And that doesn't bother you? Like, you're, the one thing that kills me, or gets me, is you're going to, everywhere you go, you're doing meetups, you're doing, like, you, it seems like you genuinely love the energy, the connection, that 100%. you don't get tired. You don't get worn out of, like, man, I just wanna go to the mall with my family and not be recognized. Um, no. You don't? I really like, Babin, right? That's the coolest part, right? Like, I get more energy. Yeah. 100%, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's always like if you can get the one day thing to blow up, then you can feel it. Yeah, it's tough, man. I've even had times where you I'm know like, what? man, I'm, I just I love you. Because I'm grateful. Like, yeah. I can't get over the gratitude. Yeah. Like, there's no tired or annoyed or struggling with something that that person doesn't know about yeah. that trumps the gratitude of somebody being like, Holy shit, you're yeah. Gary V. You bring you understand a very important thing about me. Yeah. My micro fame, emerging fame, yeah. comes not because I'm fucking hot. 
Not because I can spit bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because yeah. I can put a ball in a hoop. Yeah. My fame is coming because I'm bringing people emotional and mental value yeah, yeah. that then maybe, maybe they act on, which then makes their life better. Yeah. There is a different level of relationship yeah. and it and I'm it's nice. If you like me, yeah. I've done something nice for you. Yeah. I've gotten you to be less insecure. I've gotten you to finally tell your parents to go fuck themselves. Yeah. I've gotten you to like do the thing you've been dying to do. Yeah. I've gotten you to put your your situation in perspective. Here's my big thing. If you've heard me, mm-hmm. you're already in a good spot. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you've ever heard me, it means you have internet. <laughs> True. <laughs> probably, probably have a, a smart, nice iPhone. You have a smartphone. Yeah. Like go sell your phone. Yeah. Like like you know like so you're already in a decent spot. And so my big thing is perspective. Like, you could be dead. You could be not alive at all. You could, like, whatever you, my mom, and I appreciate, I know you're, I'm on a hard stop, but I'm enjoying it now, so I'll give us a couple more minutes. So I appreciate appreciate your energy. My mom lost her mom when she was five. Her mom died. My mom was being raised in the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. Let me just break it down for everybody. Bad, like bad. 19 fucking 62 Soviet Union, it, it's bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Mississippi's bad. I know there's a lot of places that are bad in America. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Like, Stalin was killing everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, like killing everybody. Yeah. Okay? Next. Her dad then goes to jail for a decade for being Jewish. Mm-hmm. That's how it rolled in the Soviet Union. Listen, we got real fucking race problems and gender problems in America. Forget about Supreme Court. You're mad at them right now or all this other shit. Like... In Russia, you just got scooped up and sent to Siberia. Mm-hmm. So now her dad's ghost. She's also living in one of the small Jewish towns in Russia, post-World War II, where everybody blamed Jews for World War II. So all the millions that died, yeah, that's your fault. Mm-hmm. And grandpa, after, after he lost his wife, after my mom lost her mom, he goes a little bit like gangster and marries like a young non-Jewish girl, mm-hmm. which is like a scandal in all of town. Mm-hmm. So now mom lost her mom, Dad's in jail, and she's being raised by a young non-Jewish woman, which ostracizes her from the whole environment. And her five-year-year older brother is really her five-year younger brother, yeah, right? Yeah. My mom then has a kid at twenty, moves to America with nothing. Her husband has to work the next fifteen years every minute and never sees him, mm-hmm. and raises three kids. With no help, we go on one family vacation my whole life. My mom never complained once. Mm-hmm. So when I sit here and I'm like, why do I get so pissed that people complain? Mm-hmm. And by the way, Babin, you've been with me. I've never really said this in this way. So I'm glad I'm saying it on your podcast because yeah. I'm going to point to it and make sure everybody listens. Yeah. Now I know why I hate complaining. Because if my mom doesn't complain, yeah. who the fuck are you? Yeah. yeah. And you've always been that way. And I've always been that way without realizing it. Got it? Because yeah. who the fuck's psychoanalyzing themselves in their teen or 20s? I'm when not. did you realize it when all this attention started coming and people started yeah. saying, how come you're so yeah. positive? Yeah, yeah, I started, you know, in the last five, seven years, I'm like, wait a minute, what the, f- why am I connecting like this? What the fuck, I- am I Oprah? Like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, wait a minute. you know, fuck, I'm Oprah, god damn it. Like, you know, and, and I push against it, which is good. Like, I don't want to make my money on my audience, which is the biggest thing that happened to me yeah. was that I knew how to make money outside of the people that listened to me. Mm-hmm which is game changing, Mm -hmm. you know, which is why people fuck with me. Mm -hmm. They know I don't want their money. Mm -hmm. I want their attention. 
for a very limited time so I can reframe their fucking brain to make them realize how good it is and how capable they are. I want to basically undo all the bullshit their parents and friends did to give them insecurity. Shed some light on, yo, you're mad that you fucking went to college and you can't get a job? What about going to Kmart, buying things on closeout and selling it on eBay? Like, yeah. like I'm not joking about this. Yeah. You know, like yeah, I think yeah, people, yeah. like I don't think people really understand how deeply religious I am about yeah. this, which is you are 100% in control. You don't like America? Move to Sweden. Yeah. 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 Now, you, you, yeah, I get it. And you know what's funny? It's like, very I get real, it more my man. Sitting and talking to you, right? Interesting. Why? About like because I watch a lot of your stuff and I really like like I a lot of it. Yeah. No. I, and I know you give love, which I appreciate. I do, and and. And in real life, it just, you can. No, I, I'm not saying, I don't want it to come off wrong. I'm not saying I've ever questioned it and said, like, oh, this is a. But it closed front. the final. But when dot. you sit and talk with you, you can tell that it's not, it's not a character. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, like, yeah. you can just, something about, like, yeah. just actually the way that you say it. Bab, and that's what everybody asks you, right? Like, am I real in real life? That's the number one question, right? Well, sure, I bet. I can see why. But I'm just saying that I think that, like, really sitting and talking to you, it's like, damn, like, you genuinely, it's in your eyes. It's, it's in the way, you, you know what I mean? Like, you really. You know what's really cool? My yeah. high school, junior high, college friends, yeah. they're the most excited. Because they're like, man, you were like this when there was none of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah Meaning, yeah. like, yeah. before the internet. Yeah. <laughs> like, you were the nicest kid in our junior high trying to, like, amp up the biggest nerd in our. Like, this is real stories I get. Yeah. Like, this is weird. Yeah. Like, you were just nice and you didn't give a, like, like you took L's from popular kids to protect nerds because, wow, you actually did, oh, now I get it. You didn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to me, like, life now is way easier than high school. You know when this shit was hard? Oh, yeah. When the high school ecosystem didn't reward kindness. Yeah. High school sucks. High school sucks and there's hierarchy, but I spit in the face of, like, the most popular kids in my high school. First of all, they liked me. Yeah. Because I liked them. Yeah. But anytime they went to that place where they weren't nice, and I wasn't tough, it wasn't like I was gonna fight. Yeah. I would just make snarky comments yeah. back. Like yeah. I knew I knew how to play psychological warfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You That's know what I mean? Yeah. I knew how to poke their insecurities. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're mad at Joel because Becky broke up with you. Yeah. And yeah. then everybody's like, ah, you know, like <laughs> you can, you know, what's great about high school is you can swing battle. it quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Damn it. Um What about can I ask you another yeah, go ahead. one? What go ahead. about uh to me, it appears that the K-Swiss deal yes, yes. is outside of your bigger strategy. Outside of my bigger strategy. Meaning, right, if your bigger strategy is building this up, not worrying about monetizing fans, but bringing on brands, building up whatever, what was the strategy behind? It's the preview. It's just to see if you could do it? Of course. Yeah. It's the preview. And you, yeah, yeah. K-Swiss was fucking, will go down as a thing that everybody looks back at and be like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. He's, he was cutting his teeth on that. Mm-hmm. So for you, that's like, can I sell product? 100%. Can this work? But not me. Yeah. It. Yeah. Meaning Gary V, yeah, but K-Swiss is getting lifted overall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. That's just a question I had. Can I watch that? I'm trying mm-hmm. to obviously. And you know why I did it with K-Swiss? Because they were at zero. Yeah. Did you take equity? Nope. I didn't even need to make a good deal. I needed to see. Like, if I did it with something that was further along, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to unwind if it was my impact yeah. or if it was just cruising. Yeah. Got it? Yeah, yeah. So I had to go with something that yeah. gave me freedom and really was going to bank on me. Yeah, because I feel like you deserve equity in, uh, you know what else is AirPods? 
I see so many fake Gary V's with AirPods, man. It is incredible. I will tell you, those are the fun things about documenting. If you look at the early days, I had AirPods day one. Everyone's shitting on them. I'm co-signing it heavy, yep. and now everybody's fucking uh, doing it. There were so many beanies and AirPods so with many, a cameraman man. walking behind them. Um, <laughs> it's, by the way, and, and, <laughs> so and you know what's crazy about that? It's just the most hum- like. I'm just like, what? Because I never pandered to cool my whole life, yeah. back to high school and everything, yeah. to watch nuances of cool, and I don't think I'm the coolest, but I definitely understand what's happening. But bro, you're I'm like, cool. I'm when like, why am I cool? Is cool. It's cool. Like so fun. They lined up. No, I know, it's really Fuck. cool. Okay, this and, is the end. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you, I, I'm just gonna flip this in a different yeah, way for you. Yeah, go ahead. You, uh, you do Ask Gary Vee. Yes. People call in, they ask you all sorts of yep. questions, want you to turn their life around. Let's just go back in time. You're young Gary Vee running around New Jersey flipping lemonade stands mm-hmm. doing all this shit. You call Ask Gary Vee and say, hey man, is there anything you can tell me? Like, I'm really hungry mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. I really want to be a big, uh, mm-hmm. big entrepreneur. What do I do? How, what takes the, the edge off of some of my extra worries, yeah. my extra, what can you tell me, old Gary? So a couple things. Gary. I would love, you know what I wish is I lived in the era where chemicals in one's body were readable in real time. If you say got, it again? yeah, I'm gonna say it really nice and slow because I know it's weird as fuck. Yeah. If you knew what was happening in my body as you were asking that question, I could feel the warmth of yeah. my chemicals. Yeah. The thought that young Gary would ever call old Gary mm-hmm. is inconceivable. Why? Because young Gary didn't want to take advice from anybody. Yeah. There was no insecurities. Yeah. It was 100% tilt. I know what the fuck I'm doing. No one's my mentor. The game is my mentor. Yeah. The process is my mentor. You still feel that way? A hundred percent. Yeah. I would, I learn by doing. Yeah. I don't need somebody's advice. Not my dad's, not my mom's, mm-hmm. not not fucking Elon Musk, not fucking Warren Buffett. I don't want it. I'll tell you why. Not because I don't fucking respect it. I respect anybody that's I respect anyone who's trying. For everybody out there who's trying, I respect you. Mm-hmm. It's not how I learn. Mm-hmm. The reason I am who I am is I listen to people. Mm-hmm. Meaning feedback? A hundred percent. Yeah. The reason I love that person rolling up at me, babbing at 11.37 p.m. after a fucking 23-hour day yeah. is because I'm going to learn something from the way they feel and what are they going to say? Why do they fuck with me? Yeah. The reason I read all my comments and engage and I know what to make. You know why I know how to make the next piece of content? They told me. Mm-hmm. It's in my comments. Mm-hmm. It's in everyone's comments. But all these fuck faces listening right now care more about the likes people give them mm-hmm. than the people behind those likes. Mm-hmm. And that is the fucking mistake. There it is, man. I'll let you get out of <laughs> Good, solid ending. Love Thank it. you, Gary. I appreciate it. it. What up, Podcast Land? Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of this community. Uh, so excited about the Clouds and Dirt K-Swiss launch. Sneakers are now available. We, uh, we upped the production dramatically because the limited edition sellout thing was super fun, but the reality is this is just so fucking silly. I just want to see people in the world wearing them. Like I just want to be in the airport and be like, there they are, there they are. So up the production seriously. If you haven't gotten your pair yet, it would mean the world to me if uh, if you've, uh, if you are the kind of person that wears sneakers, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could pop a pair, cop a pair, roll with a pair, just get a fucking pair.